Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. Episode 43, Life Over Par. We are here on this beautiful Saturday night. Beautiful. Full crew, all three of us. Uh, no guests this week. Hopefully next week we'll have a highly anticipated guest. A real doozy. A real doozy. If we can figure out some schedules here to make things kind of mesh and work, hopefully we can make that happen for you. Um. Got some uh, some stuff I got to do tomorrow, so hopefully I can get this out for Monday. I'll do my best, I guess, because, yeah, Saturday, got to go out on Monday. Not a lot of time. We'll make it work. Are you uh, Are you golfing tomorrow? Probably not. Hmm. I, uh, I'm going to help try to get some things set up for uh, the cap outing Monday. Um. We have nice. offered as a, as a dealership, um, you know, we have a hole in one hole, every par three dealership sponsored every par three and one's a car. So I got to get the car out to the course, get all the other stuff out to the course. Um, we also are going to let them use our car hauler to go grab some extra carts oh, uh, nice. from another course to make sure we have plenty of carts for not only players, but volunteers and workers to be able to run around. 50-50 and all that stuff. So I have to try to get all that stuff kind of going. I know it's not really a lot of work for me, but it's more work for the main crew of people trying to set this up in the course. But it is stuff right. I got to do. So, so you can win a, a car lot. with a hole-in-one? That's correct. You guys have a car to give away? That is correct. Wow. How much have I insured? I think it's like $400. I thought it was like four or 500 bucks to like insure that for each hole. Um, you would be really, yeah. really undershooting that number. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's about $1,200. Dang. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a car on one hole. I think one of the other par threes is a year supply of Bridgestone golf balls. So that is up for Bridgestone's determination of what a year supply <laughs> I was is. Say, it's yeah. not like whose year. Who's year we it's not a Kevin's about. year supply. It's probably more like a Kyle's year supply. Um, I can't remember what everything else is. I think one is a, excuse me, a Cobra, Rad Speed Driver or something. You know, Rads on them. Sweet. But yeah. Um, and there's something else. I don't remember what it was. And then everybody that plays gets a hundred dollar gift card. Or I think like the main sponsor of that one's Bridgestone again, but I think it's like Bridgestone, Travis Matthews, and something else. Like you can choose. Oh yeah. What of the three you'd like the hundred dollars for? So huh. yeah, it's just a Chevy hole in one sponsorship thing. Try to get traffic Sweet. to the dealership. Basically, is what that's for. I remember setting those up for uh, at Bucks Run and going out there and. John, we got our car delivered, and John's like, I don't know how to drive this. I'm like, what? I just drive it. He's like, I don't know how to drive a stick. I'm like, oh. Oh, come on, John. So, so I ended up getting it out there, and like, 
if it's not 153 yards, like say it's 153, like if it's not exactly that, then oh, it has to be like, yeah, like exact. There's a lot of rules. It has to be a minimum distance, Mm -hmm. and then the women's tee box can or the women's distance has to be certain, um, no less than 15 yards less than what the men's is. Mm-hmm. Even if that's not where the women's tee box is, it has to be. you have to move the tee box to, even if it's like, there's no actual tee box for women right there. That's where you have to put it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what hole that's legal? Do you know what hole that's going to be on? Or? Yeah, it'll be on 12. Of, hole yeah. 12. Yikes. Yeah. Run one up there, boys, girls. Yep. Uh, it's it's going to be a great day uh, from what I've seen weather wise, 78 and sunny. Dang. So should be should be real good. It's hot, hotter than a biatch here today. The last couple of days here as well. Like ninety something. Yeah. Today wasn't bad, but the week was terrible. Yes, it was. But we'll get into um, a little bit of, of of golf here, and then I have a few things that's not at all golf related that hopefully you guys put a little thought into some things. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but the Memorial Tournament in Ohio, um, I, I, I mean, I think you've kind of put an asterisk on this. I don't think so. Victory. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so, and some other people don't think so, but um, <laughs> the winner was Patrick Cantley. You know, when you get 13 under, you call yourself a champ, even though the 54-hole leader had 18 under <clears throat> when he got withdrawn. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Congrats on your pick, Kevin. Cantley. Thank you. Congrats, Kevin. You picked the winner. Second time now. Yep. Yep. Uh, he was Here. 13 under. But your dark horse, JB Holmes, as we said before, withdrew. Very dark. So you had one good pick, and it was really in your favor <laughs> after the oh, third I did, day. I did have one thing here. Let me uh, pull this up. I were talking about Cantley, and I didn't know he won that for the second time. Yep. Him and Tiger, I think, were the only two guys that's won that twice, I think, now. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to see if I can find it here. While you're so, looking. Okay, go ahead. And yeah, go ahead. Just saying, like, when um, he got the, the trophy and he was with Jack and everyone, uh, Michelle texted me this picture. And I was like, I don't know, it's kind of probably glary. I can but, see it. Yep. It's like, who is that? I'm like, Patrick Cantley. And she's like, all right, well, well, who's this? Like, well, it's Patrick Kelly and obviously Jack Nicholas. And he's like, no, 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 who's a girl? I'm like, I don't know. Probably his girlfriend or something. She's like, oh, I went, I went to high school with her. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> was it a year ago or a year be- below? This... She's a year younger. You're younger? <laughs> so why was she asking you who that girl was? Sounds like she know. knew who it was. Yeah, well, yeah, she's like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "I'm like, it's Patrick." I'm like, "Why are you asking?" I'm like, now it's Jack. I'm like, "Why are you asking?" She's like, "Oh, I know the girl." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> she she All just right. needed a confirmation that that was who she thought it was. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. So she is who we thought that she was. <laughs> yes, that's pretty crazy. That is a you know that's small world, world. Yeah. small world situation. You know what was her name? Nikki. Nikki. Nikki Guidish. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, look her up on Instagram sure. or something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. She's there, I'm sure. Uh, she's a fitness model? And a pharmacist. And a pharmacist. Uh, she probably got TikTok and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing Dang. around. Anyways, thank you for the side story there. 
Uh, Kyle, your second selection that we allowed you to have because, you know, you picked a guy that withdrew first. Uh, you went Max Homa. Pretty decent pick. T6, six under. Uh, your, your dark horse, which had better odds than your main pick, turned out to really finish like a dark horse, really. is tied for 50th, plus five. That's kind of how like this week's going for me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I had Justin Thomas had a couple rough days to finish the tournament out, tied for forty second plus three, and Kevin Streelman almost made me look yeah. good. You know, t thirteen three under. Brandon, your picks: Tony Finau, tied for thirty second plus one, and then the guy I hope crashed and burned, Patrick Reed. He got fifth, minus eighth. (laughs) But the main story of the tournament is not who won, it's who would have won, we believe. Yeah. Uh, John Rahm. I can't say for sure. Well, he was 18 under 54 holes. He could have fallen apart. I mean, he he could still fall apart. You can have a bat. You can shoot 75. He could have shot four over and still won. Yeah. 76. He. And he, he what? He had the, the Rona and shot eight under the day before. Yeah, he shot a 69, 65, 64 for a tournament record through 54 holes. Damn. Yeah. So I guess the question I have for both of you is your mm-hmm. thoughts on what happened with, with John Rahm and how do you believe the PGA should have handled it? Was it handled correctly? Kyle? Um, I'd say. To tell him on the green was kind of weird to me that they'd they'd wait until like I guess they had a false thought maybe they had a false positive so they retested him mm-hmm. and let him play the round and then like tell him I guess right at the green side there on 18 which I mean I the PGA did right there just because like if he goes along like the walkway or whatever and, and goes up and sign a scorecard, he can like give people high fives. He can, mm-hmm. you know, give people like golf balls and do all that kind of stuff, which, um, you're trying to minimize that as much as possible. But then again, it's like, why did you let him finish the round? If he already knew what the, what it was already going to be. If right. you knew it was like, as soon as it was like, if it's on 15, you go and tell him on 15, like well, you don't let him. My understanding of that was they tested it. It came back positive. They took that sample and retested it. Yeah. And when they figured out the second test came back positive, he already hit his second shot on 18. Oh. So, so they oh, basically yeah. got to him as soon as they could, kind of. Right. They're like, okay, he's already hit his second shot on 18. He finishes his hole. We'll tell him. But tell him before he reaches all the fans, touches hands, signs card, and all that. And it's also trying to save face to the PGA Tour because – the PGA tour doesn't want the leader going off at like seven o'clock in the morning because he, he can be the first tee time. Mm-hmm. Don't give ever like no one's on the golf course really yet. It's a weekend. Obviously the, the field's cut in half. Um, starting really doesn't start to like 11 o'clock and he can already be on the back nine and his team is already invested in teams already involved and been around him enough where they're not going to do any more damage to, to them. Um, health wise, but that just didn't really make sense to me that they wouldn't let him go out first. So you believe they should have let him continue on alone to yeah. finish the tournament? They should have. Yeah, I think they would have done that. But I think PGA, the PGA Tour, 
didn't want that to happen because they didn't want to have a set like winner already, and then like this is just kind of like a play for second type deal. It was yeah. like the worst worst thing that could happen for the PGA Tour because like, what's the worst thing that can happen with the COVID? Oh, someone getting COVID. So that's why they always test them. Mm-hmm. But a, a leader going into a Saturday ended up getting or going into Sunday getting tested. That's mm-hmm. just wild to me. That it sucks well, that it happened, but you should be able to. Okay, we're over a year through COVID, mm-hmm. and he's not the first one to have to withdraw for it. No. So no. just for the fact that he's leading, you can't let him keep playing. Yep. So your thought is they did the correct thing, making him withdraw. Well, they did the consistent thing. They followed yeah. procedure. If you, have, if you have COVID, you can't be. They stuck public. with their procedure. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that, like, why would so I test them every day? So he must have tested negative for all these days. They so test them every day before. Like, I don't know their protocol. They must be tested every day. Well, he was. Had he was. He was no, he was flagged for like contact tracing, to where he was in contact with somebody who had it. So they initially gave him the choice. From my understanding, is you can either not play in the tournament because you have been in contact with somebody, or oh. you elect to be tested every single day. And if you test positive, you have to withdraw. And he elected, "I'll just play. I don't believe I have it." And then continue on. And it took three days before he tested positive, I guess. So they gave him the option. They followed the protocol they've had for a year now. Yeah. They stayed consistent. But I can see the side of fans wanting to be like, come on, he had a six-stroke lead and you're going to make the guy quit. Yeah, I mean, that's like that too. Yeah, that's Hall of Fame stuff. Like, that's just one more record he can earn another tournament he could add to his resume and you know being a, a hall of famer and it's, but on, on that aspect of it too it's he does it or now he's quarantined that sunday instead of playing on sunday which leads he has to quarantine for how many days like 10 or 14 days they said 10 days or until he has two consistent negative tests with no symptoms yeah so so with that kind of help helps him get ready for what the u.s opens next mm-hmm. so gets him back um i think he's gonna be fired and ready you know fired up and ready to go for that but it just stinks that that kind of came to if it was like kevin said like they've always had they've always had it where you know if someone gets it boom they're just they're just withdrawal Mm -hmm. everyone knows the rules and rules are rules yes so and um dan fratelli he had a take on this uh the pga tour posted the picture of Patrick Cantley as the champion on Instagram. And there was a bunch of comments of people saying, so Rom still won, right? Kind of like pushing for Rom, like this is kind of BS, yeah. put the asterisk next to it. Rom really won. Well, he didn't finish, so he didn't win. Uh, but Fertelli posted on Instagram and said, I love the clowns putting an asterisk next to his win. Patrick won, y'all. End of story. So he got questioned by this, by calling the fans clowns. And uh, he was quoted saying, so the fact that the rule is in place and the protocols are in place, the tour has done an amazing job over the last year and a bit. It's crazy how we can, uh, how we got up to this running so quickly. Uh, Obviously, a few guys have tested positive. Uh, No one, as far as I can tell, has ever passed on COVID uh, within the tournament confines. So we said no one like... Gave other players COVID within a tournament. 
saying yeah. the PGA did the correct thing and they've done the correct thing for a while. Um, he said, I think the John Rahm issue may also push a lot more guys to get vaccines because if you have a vaccine, yeah. you're safe, you're protected, and you won't even be tested. You then can't run a foul, uh, run foul of the rule and testing positive and being automatically taken out of a tournament. So is that true? Yeah. They won't test them if they're vaccinated. That's what. Because uh, everything I understand about it is you can still carry. Well, from what Fratelli said was, if you're vaccinated, and what is it, two weeks after vaccination, or whatever. Yeah. They said they won't. They good. won't test you if you can show you that you're vaccinated. But well, if, if you're that's not, the case, then they're tested. Yeah. Playing, you're paying for millions and millions of dollars. I mean, obviously, you're, you're competing for millions of dollars each week. Like, you got to take that responsibility. And, and obviously, it's more like political and or political, but then it's like also a sense of, you know, your choice and, you know, yeah. do what you want health-wise. Mm-hmm. But you got to think of it like, what's the worst guy that can happen? And that's exactly what happened to him. That was that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, he's so. like, John Round didn't win. We have protocols. He didn't follow it. He doesn't want to get vaccinated, so he that's his choice. But it's also his choice to be tested. He tested positive. Get out of here. Essentially what he's saying. And that didn't go over well with some fans. Right. Boo-hoo. Fuck them. Yeah. There you Fuck go, him. Kevin. Did, did you did you guys see the uh, um, Nadal and... Uh, Better? No. Uh, Djokovic. Djokovic. Yes. Nadal Djokovic last night or yesterday. Did you see how that ended? Not at all. So, so never watched right, tennis so in my entire life. <clears throat> so get this. So, their their third set, their third set, it goes an hour and a half. So through three sets, they played for like three hours. After their third set, it was like ten thirty, and um, and for the French Open, France has a thing where at eleven o'clock. Everyone has to be home. It's a curfew. It was 9 o'clock earlier in the week, and now it's 11. Supposedly, President of France called and let everyone know that was like all the attendant or all the people that were attending the match. They, he called them and said, you guys can all stay, verify your tickets, make sure you have your tickets or whatever, and nothing will happen. Like You guys are watching history, um, so we're going to keep this thing going. So they they played the fourth set and then they played the fifth set, and I think Djokovic ended up winning in the fifth. Maybe at the like four a.m. Uh, I think only, at about four a.m. They finished. No, they, they it was a quick on the. I think they I think it was four sets they played. I think Djokovic got him in the fourth, but hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Someone like I guess bat, like like oh I'm watching it too. Like I'm watching history. Screw coronavirus. We're not hurting anybody. They're already there. It's 11 o'clock. Everyone's usually, like, most people are home anyway, so. That was probably the easiest, like, way or time they've ever left a, a sporting event and got home. There was nobody yeah. out. Right. Like, yeah, right. We left at 1 a.m. and straight home, no traffic. So, I might have botched this story a little bit, but from what I understood it, that's what happened. Okay. Well, we didn't watch it, so we believe what you said. Yeah. I'll believe it. Um, I don't believe it. Anyways, yeah, did you, congrats, right, one more. congrats, Kevin, on your on your correct pick. Anyways, two time, two times being correct. You're the first to have two. Thank you. People should listen to you more often. Maybe I think so. We need to do a a tally 
for like cash for who who has the most money through like all our picks through the week like however many weeks where does this cash come from yeah how do we the know cash how much comes, cash per person so you so you won one point some million for picking first oh okay oh, like that, that kind cash. of thing like the tournament that you were correct the amount of money and where you placed with your picks i get you well, this is going to take some time. <laughs> right, we have some episodes have you, to listen to. Have you volunteered to do this? Moving forward. Start, start in the U.S. Open. I'll do it. Oh, no, but you don't want to go back at all? We got to go back. No, nah, I ain't going back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep looking forward. We're not going back. Nah. All right. Um, did you guys hear that there is going to be a Hard Knocks style golf docuseries on the Golf Channel? Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be called From Many, One. From, From Many, many comma, One. Mm. That's what it's going to be called. Catchy. Uh, it's been I don't in, understand it. Well, it's been in production. <laughs> Too many commas in that title. <laughs> since the beginning of the year. Um, they are going to follow, as they put it, 10 different subjects. And the first episode actually aired Tuesday, June 8th. So we already missed the first episode. I'm sure we can maybe figure it out and, What's it air on? and watch it. Golf Channel. Oh. Um, but it's going to run the next two Sundays on the Golf Channel. I don't know the time. I should have looked that up. But they're going to finish on the Tuesday after the U.S. Open. So I guess they're like basically doing a from the beginning of the year to the U.S. Open. I don't know if it's like mainly supposed to be a U.S. Open thing to where they're mm-hmm. like the season leading oh, up to a U.S. Open kind of thing. Kind of like Hard Knocks is following a team leading up to the season. Yeah. So I think that's kind of their thought. Um, but, yeah, they're going to finish on the U.S. Open. I guess there's going to be a bunch of cameras and stuff following on the U.S. Open. And then they're going to finish the episode on the Tuesday after it. I heard uh, NBC – um, got a hold of Tiger Woods's camp and asked them if Tiger would be interested in commentating the U.S. Open. Yep, he said no. He said no. <laughs> he said no. No. He ain't about well, that pay, life. Yeah, yeah. He ain't worry about what's five million to him, like or whatever many thousands of dollars to him. Drop in a bucket. Yeah, that's nothing. Nothing. So he's just gonna enjoy it at home, like the rest of us, like a normal human being except he's going to be in a mansion him and him and ricky follow him and, maybe him and ricky yeah yeah I was, i'm surprised that hasn't like gone through yet that he hasn't got the exemption after that picture that was sent or like went around that saying that he missed the u.s open yeah. by one and yep. we still stay, stuck around the, he missed the u.s open by one twice i don't understand what do you mean missed it by like because the previous tournament you need to have the like previous so many tournament points. he had to make his putt on 18 and his score, where he was at, he would have been just in to making the U.S. Open, but he missed his final putt, or that last putt. So he dropped a, a stroke and got a bogey, so he missed it. So then he had to play a quali- qualifying tournament and missed that by one stroke also in a qualifier. Damn. But he still stayed after and signed yeah, like hats and stuff for little kids, which that's great. Did you see Phil put out on Twitter saying that, you know, he doesn't need the exemption anymore because now he's made it into the U.S. Open. So 
Yeah. You know, there might be an exemption available for somebody, and he was kind Mm -hmm. of poking that it should go to Ricky. Yep. So far, I haven't heard that's what they're doing, though. So maybe it's just no Ricky. I wonder how, what the latest is they could do that. Any idea? I don't know. I don't know. He's been playing decent, though. He's been getting yeah, the last in the top 20. Two weeks. Last three weeks, yeah. Ever since he's got them glasses on. Right. Switch that golf ball up. It'd be good. Yeah. You also see uh, Phil driving around. He's like, just want everyone to know that I won the PGA Championship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I'm still the PGA Champion. Oh, yeah. He's got the trophy bungeed to his yep. passenger well, seat on the golf cart. And a boy, Phil. What a G. Uh, so... I don't have anything more as far as golf until we talk about the upcoming tournament. Do you guys have anything that you wanted to bring up before I move forward here? I got uh, played in a four-person scramble yesterday for, for Michelle's school um, with the assistant athletic director, the trainer, and the assistant principal. And if I had three Michelles on my team, I would have done way better. Well, yeah. Guys, I, I don't know what that says about Michelle, but is she were, good then? She's She was better than those three guys. I don't know her skill level, but it sounds like she's not good when they are worse. They're very, they're, they're very bad. <laughs> they're, very, they're like, do you want to play next year? I'm like, of course I'll play. Like, I'm, I'm play golf with anyone. I just want to go out and play golf. We ended up shooting as a uh, scramble team. Uh, we shot eight under. Um, we got to use four mulligans, um, and like those string, like every person gets like a, you pay like $10, you get a string okay. and, and if you put it and it gets within this length, you get to use a string. So the more you pay, the longer your string gets. No, it's just like each person gets like a foot oh, long. That's how they should have done it though. Right. Pay a little bit more money to or donate, you get, more, you get a longer more. string. So I I putted mine up and I had I don't know pretty much the whole string last. I'm like let's just use it. We'll start off with a birdie. So, okay, took my drive, took my approach, hit it, put it like this. I'm like I just use mine. We finish on 18. All three of them still have their string in their hand because they couldn't put the ball within a foot, of, like <laughs> the next seven, <laughs> next 17 holes. And I'm like, and I've hit, I hit like three or four like within like 15 feet. I'm like just cozy it up there, just. Tap it in. Um, well, it's a scramble, Kyle. You could have done it too, right? Or do they have to use their, their, their ball th- has to be within? Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like, so, okay, you got four strings to use. If you put it close to the hole, use his string. If you do it again, use his string. Yeah. No, okay. And one of the guys like, let's use one of these mulligans. Like, I'll hit this shot. I'm like, I'm not going to say no, but okay, go ahead. And that was a waste of whatever, but. Our team finished eight. I think the winner was eighteen under. I won longest drive. So that was pretty dope. First first time I ever won that. Yeah. Uh, never hit the fairway usually on those stupid things. Yeah. I had Soppy message me today and he's like, Hey, who's your team for the cap outing? So I told him who it was and he goes, Oh, I thought Kyle was gonna be there. And I was like, Well, he had a situation with work, he wouldn't be able to make it. He goes, Oh, well, I'm trying to put together a team. And I just thought it would have been cool if it was you, Sammy, Kyle, and I. And I was like, <laughs> ringers right there. Like, yeah. get out of the way, everybody. This is no competition with that. But uh, yeah. not able to do that. 
Yeah, Sappy's ball. Something. Yeah, Sappy's ball striking, and she gets a tee up from there. Yeah. Oh boy. She man. uh she sent me a snap the other day. Uh, she went out and played a couple holes after work, and she started to play some from the red just to see get a feel from the red instead of the whites. She was on the green in two, on two, with a seven foot putt for eagle. <laughs> I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah, I don't even think I'd even Dang. tee up. I no, wouldn't need to. I wouldn't. Nope, wouldn't need to. She's just just hit your drive. It'll be fine. She went uh, driver seven iron. Or just a driver. Just try to smack the absolute piss out of it every time. Yeah. Well, but my game's you fallen apart the last two weeks. So, oof. <laughs> Need to work. Like Chaz, Chaz. I don't think Chaz broke broke a hundred here in the last like two weeks. Struggling, but uh, we got we got myself, Sammy, Randon, picked up Randon, nice, uh, and then Rob Wise. He was sweet. Look for a team, and he knows Randon, and Randon knows him, so I figured they can ride together. It'd be a good mix there, and it's all for fun anyway, right? Right? We don't need to. But I mean, if it would have been you and Sapi, also, it's, it's, it'd be fun. But it's also fun to win by six. <laughs> yeah. That would sweet. Brandon, let me know how he does. Cause... Well, I'm going to try to record some of it and see yeah. if I can put some video out just to see. But Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully I won't be too nervous. Worst thing about him is putting, which so let him go first putting-wise. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> Someday. We'll see how things go. Someday we'll have a life over par team, for real. Someday. <laughs> yeah. It sucked, yeah. Boss is going to... Florida and you going for like twelve days. Like, oh, okay. Like, when are you going? It's like the week of the thirteenth, or week of yeah. I'm like, oh, you son okay. of a bitch. Yeah, because I put in my time there because we're going to Florida in, in July. He's like, well, I'm just gonna take some vacation time, and I'm like, okay, cool. Because usually, like, when you start a vacation. You use it towards the end of your week. If you go towards the end of your week, then you have to use like less vacation days. So you, you like take Friday off, then you have Friday. You don't have to use one vacation day, and that's a three-day weekend. It just, but he wanted the whole use them all. So, hmm. whatever. Yeah. Oh well. We'll we'll do it another time. <laughs> On to a different subject here. Um, Awkward interactions with people. Now, I've had a few of these. Hmm. Um, I had one recently that was awkward as far as handshake goes because of what's going mm. on. It's like some people handshake still. Some people fist bump. Some people yeah. do other things, elbow bumps yeah. or whatever. Just awkward stuff. But my question was uh, between like awkward interactions, what's the most awkward? And Kevin, you didn't understand what I meant by this. The... <laughs> Yeah, you too. Moment that you've had. So, anybody that doesn't know what a yeah, you too moment is, like when someone says "have a good day" and you say "yeah, you too," that's a normal one. But if someone says something different to you, and your brain doesn't quite register very well, and you just give them a "yeah, you too," when you really shouldn't say that that situation, then it's kind of awkward. Like. A server giving you food. She's like, "Oh yeah, enjoy your meal." Yeah, you too. 
And then you wonder, why the hell did I just say that? So have you put yourself (laughs) through any of these awkward interactions, Kyle? Oh, definitely. Uh, On flights. Enjoy your flight. Yeah, you too. Yep. Uh, That's been one. It's a big one. Um, I told you guys a story, though. Um, It was kind of later. First time I ever went to Moe's. It was kind of late, probably 8.30, almost 9 o'clock, thinking they're going to close. So I open up the door and they say, welcome to Moe's. And I thought they said, sorry, we're closed. And then I just shut the door and went home. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's, That's great. That yeah. person was very confused probably. Yeah. Like, welcome to Moe's. I'm like, oh, like, it was really like, I just shut the door and like, I opened it and they said it and I just kind of like, Ooh. and I shut the door and then like, I walked out and they like, I didn't think anything of it. And the next time I go, I went with Michelle and they're like, welcome to Moe's. I'm like, Wait a second. Do they always say that when you get in the door? Like, yeah. Like, oh man, let me tell you the story. <laughs> well, <laughs> Last time I was like, "Welcome to Moses. Sorry, we're closed." Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We're we're uh. You should have. Car- oh, go ahead. You should have said, "Then why the fuck the door unlocked?" Slammed the door and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that was a that was a pretty good one. Um, every day, there's usually one person. Um when I talk to him about like our deals at, at our car wash that we have and, and set them up with a pass and whatever. And all right, enjoy your wash. Have a great day. Or I always say like, enjoy your wash. Yeah, you too. Yeah. And then like they, they roll through and they're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, they feel stupid. <laughs> and there's been times like, well, people down here, like they actually confront you like, Oh damn it. I did it again. Like, then he's like, no, we're like, we're good. It's like, oh, this is awkward. Let me just roll this window up. Mm-hmm. Um, like one at a golf course when they say like enjoy your round or or like good luck today or something. A cart kid comes up, gives you your cart and says, Okay, hey, enjoy your round. And you're like, Yeah, you too. Yeah, I've done you're that. Like, ah oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just seem really stupid. Or a movie theater. You get your ticket or whatever and they say, All right, like enjoy your movie or yeah, you too. Like, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> I was trying to think if there's any one anything else. Um I said, like, enjoy your day to someone that was, like, shoveling shit before. Like, well, that was kind of. Yeah. They really can't enjoy themselves. Like, when, like, construction people, like, construction workers, like, been working around our house and and trying to get all these houses up. And just kind of, like, small talking with them. Like, all right, enjoy your day. Yeah, you too. There was one on Wednesday. uh, We played against... uh, uh, team in the league and we handled them pretty easily and my partner at the end of our nine holes we were like looking at scores and adding everything up and he's like yeah yeah well thanks for playing and then he like they drove off and he looked at me and he goes was that kind of an asshole thing to say like <laughs> yeah thanks for playing like better luck well, next time yeah like it wasn't it wasn't nice but thanks for playing losers but whatever i mean yeah thanks for playing kicked your ass yeah. i think if you for our golf outing that we had because these like these guys never swung a golf club before like they had just random clubs in a bag and they only golf me once twice a year maybe and they never really got into it um so every time we'd make a putt or you hit a good drive like you don't put your arm out like this and you like a fist bump mm-hmm. but if you like like this 
and like give one like this kind of like yeah. unless you yeah unless you like awkward like a handshake and but then you switch it if you do this and their hand go out like they think that you're yep and then it gets weird that's one of the weird so ones i've you, had yeah so if you like start with your fist like above your shoulder and i feel like that's that's like you know you're gonna get a fist bump you're yeah, you just um, have to hold the fist out earlier as you come in, so then they can see it from a distance. Like this is what we're doing. Yeah, but if you think, like quickly go from fist bump to handshake, and then both of you realize the other person is doing something different, and then you swap it, and you're like, ah, shit! And we both just switch to the other thing, and then it gets awkward, and then you kind of go like, yeah, forget it. I've done that with McCreevy before, with like usually like um, I give him a handshake and like give him a hug. Yeah, but, yep. but pull then him it's in, like back slap. Yeah, but then there's times where it's like, no, like hugging. Mm-hmm. Like me and me and Michelle's dad kind of have this thing now. Like we know, like when the first time we like, like now we shake a hand and then like we're bringing it in. Mm-hmm. But before, but do you yeah, shake yeah. hands normally, like a normal handshake, and then pull it in, yes. or do you do yes, like that style where your thumbs like. Like your arm wrestling no. style hand slap and pull it in. Oh, no, no, no. Don no. does not. You don't do Don that. Is, no, Don, no, Don doesn't go that way. It nope. starts as a handshake. Then they do the slide. Yeah. Then the grip, the arm wrestle <laughs> grip. Then they bring it in for the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Woogity, woogity. Yeah. So you got a whole like choreographed hand gesture, handshake thing. Uh, I don't know. What, what, is, what does Bond do? Nothing. I see him every day. We don't shake hands. That's <laughs> fair. How about um, like when you don't know if a person's gonna do like the two-step handshake where you do that? Oh yeah, <laughs> they like, do oh, that. Doing this? Like like real close bros doing that kind of thing. It's like man, I didn't know that was happening, and then you just mess it all up, and you're like that was weird. I feel like this Usually. is going to be a really hard segment to listen to. <laughs> We're doing a lot of hand signals. I think people can kind of <laughs> get to it where, like, yeah. where you do like the normal, like we'll say, arm wrestling been... hand gesture, and then you pull the fingers kind of thing. Yeah. And you get that. And you, and, you, and you make a snap. No, but the last five years, I haven't been around people my age. It's always been old people. Or like we moved into a brand new, brand new city. So. so you're just straight up hand shaking. Yeah. Yeah, just being real respectable. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, that's no fun. I want to see you guys, but but with that. What about other awkward situations? Like I told you the one yet last week about the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I don't remember. Awkward. Yeah, we didn't I don't it didn't remember. end up on the show, but Yeah, I can go over it real quick. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, I don't remember that one. Go ahead. So like you know, like um pizza delivery like they have those boxes where they keep their pizza all warm mm-hmm. well they have it for chick-fil-a because michelle's school was getting catered chick-fil-a and uh they needed someone to take it back to chick-fil-a and they asked me to do it so i said okay i can do it i just put it in my back seat so i put it in my back seat i drive around and um go through the drive-through order my about ready to order my stuff um there's two cars in front of me and there's a little walkway and I didn't want to park in the walkway, so I kind of played back a little bit. And I see the girl taking this lady's order in front of me, and she moves forward. I said, all right, let me look back. Uh, make sure I have like the stuff that they carry the sandwiches in, in my back seat. Perfect. I pressed pause on the podcast I was listening to, and I unlocked my door. 
And when I unlock my door, I look up, and there's a black guy standing out there thinking that I've locked my doors. Mm. Not that I was unlocking them for the girl to come take it from my back seat. And he's like, oh, so it's like that, huh? <laughs> I'm like, awkward. Like, no, I was unlocking the door. And she comes up. She's like, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. How can I help you? I'm like, I, uh, I was let me. I was unlocking I was trying, it, I swear. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, uh, there's a there's like a thing here in the back that you guys need to take. Uh, it has Danville schools on it, and I need to return it. Um, and can I just get a spicy uh, spicy chicken sandwich? <laughs> but as I seen like this guy just like walk across, he's like, like it's like that, huh? I haven't back to, I haven't been back to that Chick Fil A since. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and at the uh, <laughs> uh, the golf outing, the part part three, if you hit it on the green, you get to spin the like spin a wheel. Well, I hit it on the green and I uh, got to spin the wheel and it was like I donated like some car wash passes. There was like um, gift cards to Subway and like T-shirts and everything. And one of the spots was a uh, Chick-fil-A like voucher. I'm like, ooh, that looks good. But I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that story until like I saw it. I'm like, oh man, I can't go back there. So I spin it. There's like 25 different categories and lo and behold, I landed on the Chick-fil-A thing and I got a Chick-fil-A voucher. So So you're sending Michelle to Chick-fil-A Chick-fil-A. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna lay low for a bit. It's not like that guy's gonna be there, but the scar is still there. So that was pretty pretty awkward. Mm -hmm. What about when you pull up to a stoplight next to somebody or when you pass somebody, do you look over? Almost always. Always, right? You always look over. Yeah, you always gotta look yeah. over and see the guy or the girl or whatever. You just look to see the person. Do you ever feel like it's there's just a awkward when you guys both look at the same time and look at each other? <laughs> or you snap your head back like, "Oh shit!" He's looking at me too. It just seems weird. Or it's like you're on a long trip and you're just like coasting behind one car, or one car's coasting behind you the whole time, and then like they leave the exit. I'm like, oh, "So long, friend." Like, we never like we never met, nope. but. Leave him my leave him my dude for the last forty minutes. <laughs> I get that. You're, you're you're going eighty. I'm going eighty, but I'm like right behind you. So we're just squatting it up and we're just Yep. Sad. Well here's one of the most awkward ones though. Um making eye contact while eating a hot dog. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> awkward, right? I don't know if, if girls feel the same way. Very awkward to eat a hot dog and look at somebody. Like, you don't ever look at somebody. I eat my hot dog or like maybe, a hamburger in front of you guys. Or maybe any <laughs> any food shaped like a like a, like a hot dog. Like a tube. Yeah. Like a banana or a popsicle. Oh, definitely not a banana. Never eye contact with a banana. Never. Popsicles? No. Kyle doesn't have time for that. He eats them all in one bite uh, anyway. Yeah. Slips them down. <laughs> Well, I came across the video. Um, it's called a glizzy gripper. What? A glizzy gripper. Is it, you know how dogs, for whatever reasons, they're called glizzies? No, uh -huh. I've never fucking heard, never that heard that in my that? life. You've never no? heard that? Well, look it up. It's I don't know. if Is that a barstool thing, maybe? I don't know I don't what it know. is, but they say it on barstool. Mm hot -hmm. dogs are called glizzies, and it's called a glizzy gripper. And basically, it's like a U-shaped thing with a handle. That you can slide the hot dog with a bun into, and then it's got a shield on the one side. So when you go and eat your hot dog, it 
that shields the sides so people don't watch you eat a hot dog. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, so the glizzy gripper could be a good Christmas gift for you guys this year. <laughs> it's hilarious, though. But yeah, it's very awkward to eat those shaped foods. See, I don't think I've ever look at somebody really thought about that. But now I will every yeah. time I eat a glizzy or whatever the fuck you call I do kind of like nonchalant. Like, now thinking about it, like when Logan has a hot dog, I never give him the full hot dog. I always cut it up before he wants it. Like, he'll get it in his hand by ready to get him. Like, well, he's a child. You should cut that thing up. Well, but still, he can just, just you know, like have a, like a Slim Jim. Okay. But, but yeah, that's get him, so the, get him the glizzy gripper. <laughs> Stocking stuffer. Yeah, I, I need a, uh, yeah, we'll do a, a Venmo. His birthday is next week. <laughs> Send me some Venmo for uh, the glizzy gripper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look it up. It's hilarious. It's just it's like, it's awkward, but you, you kind of look around to make sure no one's looking and then you eat it. You eat the hot dog. Yep. You just you just go right in. You don't worry about it, Kevin. I never have before. <laughs> you will now. I will every time now. There you go. Because you you could have some asshole friends like like yeah. you, like the people right. you know, Kyle. When we were living together in Mount Pleasant with Andy and Faber, they'd always try to catch a picture of you on Snapchat of you like eating a hot dog, and you know what they're turning that hot dog into on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah that's true. I got a lot of those Snapchats. Yeah, you get some of them friends that try to turn that. Yeah, and do a bad situation oh. for you. Uh, Back when we used to edit photos and like draw everything on the screens and yep, ah, uh, it's great time. That was a fun time. Children. Okay, uh, Kevin, have you seen this old van driving around town with window paint on the windows, trying to sell shaved ice? Yeah. You have? Yeah, I got some. What? What? <laughs> I was just gonna ask you, like, who the hell would ever buy from this van? And you did? It's uh, they're right across the road from my in-laws. What? Yeah. That's weird. I had no clue. Yeah. Who are? I they? mean, I would. I mean, you don't say their names, I guess. But I, don't, I don't know their names, but they're good people, though. It, they seem fine. I mean, I've only just bought ice from them. Wow. I like just thought that was real the, ice. like really weird at a time. That is, I have never seen the van moving. It's always parked oh, there. Gosh. I think that's more for what, because I don't think they're selling it out of the van. They have like a little table set up oh. at their house. I thought they were selling it out of their van. I've seen I think it. So maybe. But. Oh, I've seen it going past my house the other day. I was like, what in the hell? Like, I saw. Who, who in this time of day, not only like the actual time of day, but in like the situation that the world is in and the craziness that's going, like who is oh going God. around town selling shit out of their old van and writing with a window marker on their windows, hey, we're selling shaved ice. Like, and what kind of psychopath is buying it from them? Yeah. And you did. <laughs> yes. My but. God, I had no clue you did that. <laughs> I don't think they're selling it out of the van like a fucking ghetto ice cream truck. But uh, if that doesn't scream like a rapist, yeah. I don't know what does. Signs yeah. are all there. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, so we go to the in-laws for dinner and we walk across the road and get dessert. Uh, not bad. Okay. Well, I guess it's good to know. I can, I guess, maybe flag the van I down. I don't know yeah. if I recommend buying it right out of the van, but Oof. I watched the guy make it at his table. So, Okay. Do uh, 
Do either of you two have anything before we get into this week's tournament? Um, touch on NHL. Okay. I'm very happy that the the Bruins lost. Me too. Yep, Islanders. That's good to see. So now it's now it's Islanders and then uh, Lightning, and then we have the Canadians in Vegas. Yep. I'm glad I lost my championship bet immediately. Yeah. Who did you have again? Toronto. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone knew that was happening first round every year. Um, who was your bet, Kyle? You said the I Stars, know. I believe. I think you Ooh, said yeah. Dallas Stars. Yeah, because I was. Yeah, because last year I picked Lightning. Yep. So I didn't and, think they were going to repeat. And I had the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So we lost that too. So we're all not just not picking hockey very well. So go Knights. So go Islanders. I'll be an yeah. Islanders guy. I like the yeah, blue and the I, orange. You like the Oilers. I just I don't want. I just don't want Tampa like to win Vegas. again. Yeah, I'll have Vegas Islanders would be sweet if they won, and then obviously a Canadian team. Nah, I don't want Montreal to win. Islanders or Vegas? Yeah, original six is good. Nah, fuck that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they start. They start uh, tomorrow. Who do you? Islanders. And who do you Tampa like from the five. original six? Besides the Red Wings, the Red Wings I like the Rangers. Yeah. I don't like the Rangers. I got a Rangers jersey. It's a Wayne Gretzky jersey. I don't know if I can name <laughs> but them. But it's all. a Rangers know. jersey. I don't know if I can name them all. No. We have. You have, Red Wings. Uh, Rangers. We just went over this. Rangers. The mm-hmm. uh, Penguins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maple Leafs. Blackhawks. We just talked they're, about they're this one too. In the playoffs. <laughs> oh, Canadians? There you go. Hmm. You got them. I don't think it's the Penguins, though. I think it's the Bruins. Yeah. Oh. Uh, He's not wrong. Bruins. So, yeah. Another black and yellow team. Right. That's where you went wrong. Hate them both. I just don't think that the Canadians need a new, like, the Montreal Canadiens just need a new logo. That's just what that's, that to me. Just tradition. That's like yeah. the Red Wings. I hate when teams go changing logos. I mean, the Red Wings have the what? same jerseys forever, really. Yeah, but that's a fire jersey. Well, yeah, but I'd like a third jersey. I'd like a black jersey for Canadian. the Red Wings. What does it say? Can't see what you're looking at. Uh, <laughs> why is there an eight? I mean, this is really stupid of me, but why is there an H in the... The Habs. Oh, uh, the Habs? Habs. H-A-B-S. H-A-B-S. the Habs? Look it up on Google. The Habs and the Habnots. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's it. But no. That's just a, a name for them that they've had oh. forever. They're the Habs. So they just had... So Vegas must have just beat the Avalanche. Yes. They beat them, I, I think, I... in six games. Nice. <clears throat> I thought the Habs were going to do that, though. I thought they were going to beat Vegas. They've been pretty good. I thought so too. They look yeah. so good. They've been pretty good. Um, did you guys at all, I'm guessing not, watch any of the Mayweather Logan Paul fight? Hell yeah, I did. I streamed oh, did? I illegally streamed that shit on Twitter. <laughs> I watched it for a little bit on Twitter too, but I went over to you know whose apartment and he has like three different illegal streaming things that he does. <laughs> Yeah, and it's yeah, so glitchy it on... and you gotta jump back and forth between them because it keeps getting like blocked and stuff. Yeah, I watched it on this one. Like the commentary was like it was definitely not English, 
Um, oh no, it was uh, from like Saudi Arabia. I, I seen that I one too, it. and then it got shut down. But, what's the but, What's uh, the draw to that for you guys? To watch that, yeah, to watch two people like those people fight each other uh, in a fight think, that no one can win. Well, yeah, I think that, my thing is that you know when I saw the picture of how big Logan Paul compared to Floyd Mayweather and how like. Everyone looks he big would just, to Floyd like, Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd's thirty pounds. This dude was just chiseled. Like Floyd's if he just five eight one fifty. Yeah, this and dude's six foot two two hundred. Like yeah. So from that aspect, I was like, he could. It just takes one. I just want Mayweather to go down one time. Yeah, I don't really care for Mayweather, but I really don't like Logan Paul. Agreed. So I don't like either one. So I would you don't rather like Logan Paul? I'd rather see Logan Paul fall than apparently Mayweather, Mayweather. holds him up when he knocks him he out. He did. Well it's a, it's entertainment. Nah, you did they did, see, you, uh, did you see the video, Kyle? He what, held his him? ass up. No, he just put his weight into him. He didn't he didn't do that. he put his he put his weight into him. He was holding his ass up. What do you mean he's putting his weight He got popped in the face. Now popped and in Mayweather the face caught him. Forward. Yeah, he went forward. He caught him. <laughs> Mayweather uh, can't catch nothing. He can't even catch COVID. He can't know, catch nothing. He catches a lot of dollar bills. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so he's a he's a, what was his quote saying something like, "I I make like robbing banks. Yeah, he's the legal best legalized yeah. bank robber. Yeah, yeah, he's the best at legalized bank million. robbery. Yeah. So that was pretty dope that he said that." But I think he's. I think the uh, his brother Jake Paul and Tywin Tyron Woodley is going to be at more pay per views. Yeah, than... that that'll be a good fight. I think that one will. This one I know is just for entertainment, the way it was, and there was stupid twenty million dollars for Logan Paul to do this fight. But it, I think million... I think it was entirely a show for Mayweather. If I think if he really wanted to, he could have done more. Oh yeah. He played it pretty easy on him. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys see uh, El Presidente's Instagram with Brooks Kepka at the fight? Yeah. No. Yeah. He, he's talking to him like Brooks is up on the next level like, mm. and Presidente's down here recording him and he goes, found my boy here. I don't think he can afford to get out of the nosebleeds or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Brooks is like, I'm just a man of the people. He's like, I don't think he's going to... Uh, make his bet of two hundred fifty thousand. I don't think he has the money. He doesn't even have money to get the floor seats, and they're just giving them away or something. <laughs> it was I'm just the man of the people. It was weird how unprepared they were that it could have rained. That was weird. <laughs> like it was raining during some of the earlier fights, and the wind was blowing, so it was blowing it underneath the cover that they had, so it was getting the ring wet, and people were slipping around. I was oh, like, I how did you it. not think this could happen in Florida? Like, you put so much money in the preparation of this yeah, fight. And the hard rock. And the one thing you didn't think of was rain in Florida. Come on. Hmm. It was. Stupid. It rains a lot in Florida. For short periods of time. And then it stops. And this just happened to be a time where it rained. And then the wind blew. And then it got the ring wet. And people slipped. And it was like, this is a circus. What is going on? Yeah, like I, I'll see that, but there's like now there's something on I think it's like Twitter 
or like influencers versus like um, TikTok guys that are like some kind of boxing or like there's like a Bryce Hall and someone else or I don't really know who they are, but apparently like they're making money just boxing, but like no one really knows who they are, but they have like so many followers that anyone's going to like sponsor them to make money. Yeah. So I think it dilutes it quite a bit, but I mean, Logan Paul and Jake Paul have something going. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're definitely smart enough to put themselves out there and get paid. They're, they're yeah. doing whatever they have to do to be paid. I don't really care for it. A lot of people do, I guess. Logan Paul made a, like 20 times as much as a heavy, like heavyweight UFC heavyweight champion in the world. Like he barely won like a million dollars. So for him winning 20 million, did you see he walked out, Logan Paul walked out with a, uh, a Charizard. Saw that. That was pretty Charizard dope. on his neck. You see that? He had like a gold. He had yeah. Like the, yeah. Yeah. I saw he had like first edition, like a million dollars, and he had diamonds on it. That was pretty sweet. Trying to bring Pokemon back. Uh, anyways, there is a tournament going on this weekend. Is there? Uh, yeah. Palmetto Championship, South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> Carolina. South Carolina. Um, this is the last chance people have to try to get a little practice in before the U.S. Open. Um, is that next? Is it next week? U.S. Yes. Open week starts next week. Oh, sucks. <laughs> Why does this suck? Because the last two majors, I've been working the weekends. Yep, and you're going to be so working. I, like, I'm, I work every other weekend, so this next weekend, obviously, I'm working. So. Well, it's Father's Day, too. Oh, I know, and it's Logan's birthday. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just really doing well here. <laughs> <laughs> um. There is a PGA debut for a guy. Uh, his mm. name is Wilco. Let me see if I can get the last name correct pronunciation. Nina Beer? Nina Burr? Nina Beer? Uh, probably Ooh. Nina Beer, I'd say. But uh, Wilco Nina Burr, I think is how they pronounced it. Nerdaber. Uh Big hitter. Like, step aside, Brooke. This guy's killing the ball. I don't know if you've seen this guy's drives. Mm-mm. This is because he laid up on 18 all three days so far. This is his drives in the first round. 329, 325, those are his drives in the first round, not counting his layup on 18. Wait, wow. if, if you don't break 400, you don't make the cut, right? Well, that's the Springer rule. Nobody makes a cut once again. Another week where nobody makes a cut. <laughs> well, I, I took notes for his second and third round. This is ridiculous. So if you don't count his layup on 18, his average drive through the other 13 drives, 348.5 first round. Second round, 343.3. Third round, 341. Wow. Killing the ball. He actually had a drive today that was 385 yards. Almost made the cut. <laughs> Almost. 15 yards made I, the cut. Now I want to see his swing. Like, does he just play a straight ball? Does he draw He's the ball? Like, like... 6'2". He's not like 
huge. He's just a normal looking dude. Lanky snap. He, like yeah, so Bryson's average drive distance so far this year is 337.8 yards. This guy had 15 drives so far over 350. Hmm. He's had 27 of his 39 drives over Bryson's average. And so far, his average through the tournament is 344.3 yards. Wow. Crushing the ball. Right? Crushing. This seems... So he's hitting that. Well, where is he at in the tournament? Did he make... Obviously, he made the cut, right? So... Yep. He made the cut. What's um, his first name? Wilco Ninabir. Ninabir. He... Uh, oh, right there. He, Three under. He played plus three today. So he was six yeah. under. He was, I think, in eighth place, I think, starting the day, somewhere right in there. Yeah. What's where is he from? RSA. What's RSA? He is from the Republic of South Africa. Makes yep. sense. But he's been playing on the European tour, so this is his first like his debut into the PGA and crushing the ball. So I would say keep an eye out for this dude. Because he's going to continue to kill it. And he hit nine of 14 fairways in his first round. I didn't look and see how consistent he was at hitting wow. the fairway in his next two rounds. But if you can hit the ball that far and hit nine of 14 fairways, you're going to do pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Bryson is especially showing South- that you can succeed doing that. Yeah, especially in South Carolina. Like South Carolina and Florida, anywhere where it's like pretty much sea level. Like up in Michigan, my clubs went another like my irons went another like eight yards. Like if he goes and plays somewhere out west, and plays in Denver, or plays you know somewhere mm-hmm. where the PGA Tour has it, where he gets a little bit more on thought of it, mm-hmm. he's gonna be hitting bams. Yeah, bams. So, um, Phil had the longest drive in the PGA Championship, three sixty six. This guy's had five drives this tournament over that. Oh, through three so days. So he's going to so have more tomorrow. So Springer should pick him every tournament. Yeah, he's... Picking bombs. It's, it's him or Bryson, and so far I'm thinking this dude, to be the guy that hits the 400 and makes the cut. Yeah. I also see uh, uh, my name from, uh, name from the grave, Luke Donald, tied for seventh right now. The six yeah. under. It's crazy he's been able to put three rounds together. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Where, where, where are you guys is at when it comes to who we picked? Well, we'll we get picked in, obviously before, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into our picks here. Um, we, we selected our guys. I know it's Saturday. Normally we have, you know, picks maybe two days in. This, we've been trying to get it now before the tournament starts, getting our picks, at least to us. Right. Yep. So, Kevin, you went with, with two guys from the same country. Sure did. And I actually have somebody from that country as well. So we have quite a few picks from this country. Uh, you went with Poulter and Matt Fitzpatrick. Yep. Both your guys are still still good and going, I believe. They are. Um, I'm not sure just where they're at. I don't think Poulter they're... is T20 and Fitzpatrick okay. is T27. Not terrible. Right. Not terrible. It's respectable. Uh, Kyle, 
we never went with you. Like, who was your pick and who was your dark horse? And I'm guessing Poulter was your pick. Yeah, Poulter was my pick. Okay. And Kyle, your pick was Patton Kazire. Yep. He has uh, missed the cut. And your dark horse, Jonathan Vegas, pretty well. He's, he's T7. Good work on the picking him. <laughs> I went with uh, Tyrrell Hatton as my pick. And my dark horse, Rafa Ooh, Cabrera nice. Bayo. He missed the cut. So, yeah, he was a dark horse. Missing it. So, uh, we both have one guy left. Kevin has two. So, when when it goes to our picks here, do you count both of his guys for money? Hmm. You'd have to. Because if you're, if you're good to pick a guy that makes the cut, obviously you made two good picks. You should get rewarded with both money. Yeah, that's true. Because even though, like... We haven't been doing the two-pick thing for... That's why that's no. why we're starting at the right. US Open thing. We're US gonna Open. keep track of money. I'll keep track of the money. Okay. So uh Hatton, we Hatton got, had a good day. So we have to have like a stipulation, like obviously I picked what Sam Burns last week and yeah. he wasn't as dark of a dark horse as so we gotta have some kind of clarification of what a dark horse is. Like you have to have over say like plus Seven thousand plus whatever uh, it I needs would go to be. To... Like fifty five hundred. All right, fifty five. All right, fifty five hundred and lower. You can pick as your dark horse. And higher. Fifty five and higher. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, I think Tyrrell might be one of my favorite characters on the course with the way he talks to himself. I highly relate with him the way he talks to himself on the course. Yeah. Uh, did you see the video of him hitting this wild shot and what he said to himself? I did not. Nope. Well, let me uh, see if I can pull this up. I'm pretty sure I sent it to myself. Yes, I did. It says, uh, Tyrrell Hatton roasting himself after a bad shot will never not be funny. So let me see if I can get this to, to play. Of course, they're gonna. Here we go. That was worth the wait, wasn't it? <laughs> Impressive. Whoops. <laughs> My God. As always, we apologize for the quality of our microphones. Yeah. So he's he's laughing through this. That was worth the wait, wasn't it? <laughs> worth so, the what did he wait. say there? That was worth the wait, yeah. wasn't it? So he hit the ball oh. and he like just pushed it way right, and he just goes, "Well, that was worth the wait, wasn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> Is that's effing impressive. You should definitely pull that off, like waiting on a, like you're 220 out or however far you are waiting to hit the green and on a par five here on Monday on your golf tournament. Yeah. You should just pull that. You just hit That was worth the wait, wasn't you it? You just it. Oh, wow. Well, that was worth the wait, wasn't it? That's effing impressive. <laughs> but he does, he does stuff like that all the time on the course, just talking to himself. Highly relate with that. I get fairly upset with myself on the course. Often. What do you guys sometimes? What do you guys pay? What do you guys pay like a fee to always have hot mics yes. on players? I want hot mics on every sport. Yeah, just to have an extra channel that you can pay for that is just hot mic. Right. Channel. Obviously, you can't do that on the football field because like they're calling out plays and they can like someone can end up figuring it out. But when it comes to like golf or 
hockey or and stuff like that, I feel like yeah, it should be you know, this is a channel where no one can get like there's no rules like there's no way where you sponsorship won't get can get in the way yeah or sponsorship won't get in the way or yeah. it's just there there's a lot of legal with that whole no sponsorship getting in the way thing but you know like what right. did, what did Justin Thomas say he said he called he called it the ball he called the ball a fat and he yeah. got dropped from polo um, polo yeah which i don't know where he's at now i mean he's like what the third best player in the world he's got to be yeah <clears throat> Something, but but yeah, I would want hot mics on sports. What would be what would be the price for a year? For a channel? For a year? Yeah, like you get streaming, you get the whole year. How much would you pay each person? Not each person, but like what would be like your subscription? Like if it was like fifty bucks, would you pay 50, um, 50 bucks? For a year, if I yeah. if I paid the fifty bucks, it would definitely make me watch more of the TV, and I probably I'd, don't need that. But yeah, that's probably a fair price. I think I think I would definitely do that too. I mean, you have the majors and everything like that, and you can get everyone's because U.S. Open, you PGA Championship, like there's, I mean, it's chaos sometimes, and you're just like, what the? F-? I mean, if you do it five ninety nine a month. Just like Hulu or Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah. Nobody gives a uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, then they'd make even more money than just the fifty. Right. You could do a one time pay of fifty or sixty probably. They'd probably do sixty. Yeah. And then five ninety nine a month. You could do that. Yeah. Life over par special, guys. Just just use promo code life over par, you get it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get fifteen percent off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Life over par fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Not a real code. <laughs> not a real channel. Just, just all around. It's not very real. No. Good, good luck signing up. Yep. Yeah. If you find it, let yeah. me know though. Just wait till the end of the podcast. We'll 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 insert it and and you can use the promo code. Yep. You have to uh, subscribe, share, and like for the code to be visible. Every post. Yep. Everyone. Uh, did you see that uh, a guy was given a ten-stroke penalty on his first day? Did you see that? No. Kind of nuts. What? His name is Mark Hensby. On the PGA Tour? <laughs> on this tournament. You have too many clubs in the bag or something? No. He uh, he was given a 10-stroke penalty. His first round of a 74 turned into an 84 <sighs> because he was playing a different ball. So the, oh, the story yeah. goes... He was on the range next to Pat Perez. Pat PB. Perez plays a certain ball that looks very mm-hmm. similar to his ball, but it is a different model. And he picked up one of Pat Perez's balls, I guess, ended up in his bag. And the rule is you have to play the same brand and model ball throughout the tournament. You can't switch to a different ball. Right. Well, he, he lost one of his balls. I don't remember what hole it was on. You can probably hit this here and it'll show me. Um, got wow. a different ball. So it says. Um, so instead of like, let's just say like, instead of a top flight XL, he played a top flight XL 2000. Like a Pro V1, he played a Pro V1X. You'll say it like that. Damn. So it says the infraction began on the 633 yard par 5 fourth. 
Um, Hensby hit his third shot into the water to the right of the green. He dropped, pitched it to five feet, made the putt. He played four more holes, and then according to PGATour.com, Hensby looked at his Titleist Pro V1, and he saw a dot on the ball. He asked his caddy, uh, like, what's this dot on the ball? I've never noticed this before. Did they do something different with the new Pro V1s? Um, and he didn't know, so I asked my playing partner, and they were like, that's a low-spin ball. Um, so basically what they said, it was Pat Perez's ball. He picked it up, not knowing he dropped the ball that wasn't really his to begin with, played four holes or played, yeah, four more holes. So the four extra holes plus the one he was on, you get a two stroke penalty for every hole you play with the wrong ball. Nice. So by the time he noticed he was playing the wrong ball, he already had five holes worth of penalties and they gave him 10 extra strokes. Wow. He he then withdrew the tournament. So, (laughs) um, he went bogey, birdie, par, birdie, par over the holes. Oh, but after they gave him the two stroke penalty on all those, he went triple bogey, bogey, double bogey, bogey, double bogey. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the penalties. And it said he subsequently withdrew from the tournament. He said if you look at if you look at and both the balls, first. yeah. He said if you look at both the balls, it's hard to know the difference. Um, it's not like one is black and one is red. They're both black, black writing, but one has a small dot on it and one doesn't. Unfortunately, I didn't notice that. Um, so that makes me think like it's and it, it, it kind of is it is it a Pro V a Pro V X? Is a Pro V one is black and the Pro V X is red. Yeah, he, he it, was a, it was a Pro V1. And then there's a Pro V1 with a little dot on it, apparently, a really small dot, oh. which is a low-spin Pro V1 ball. Yeah. So because and, – and they said, you know, it was it was crazy. He called himself out on that. Oh, he but, did? Yeah, he called himself out because he asked his caddy, like, wait, why does my ball have a dot on it? And then they asked his playing partner, and that's when they said, oh, that's a low-spin ball. So it was kind of brought to the attention, like you're playing a ball and you don't even know the ball. Maybe there's something going on here. And then he realized it's the wrong ball. It was Pat Perez, which I don't know if he was playing with him in the round or if he was just on the practice right. or practice like the driving range with him. Yeah, it says he picked up one of Perez's balls on the practice green before the round. <clears throat> and that was the ball he dropped to play in in the in the round. I'll never do that again. Prior to 2019, the maximum penalty a player could receive was a four-stroke penalty, but now it's two strokes per hole that you use the wrong ball. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that happening to, like, someone in contention, like a major. On on a Sunday? Yeah. That'd be just like a John Rahm thing. Yeah. That is, and that's one thing too. Is is when we're talking of like everything that what goes on to running a golf tournament and running it well, and and getting sponsors and and setting up something like we're doing with a cap outing and and everything that um, we're Steven not really and, doing, but yeah, they're, they're doing. The group of guys are doing, yeah, yeah. Like they they now understand what all goes on when it comes to a really good outing to run, like how much detail it takes, and. 
to think doing all that on top of doing all of it, you have all these teams, 100 and, or you have, a, what, like 40 teams, we'll say, or 36 teams. Mm-hmm. Like, each person that goes in these events, 100, like 140 people that are in this event, they all play a different ball. Yeah. They may play, like, but it's a different, you know, a titleist. All right, this guy's a titleist. So when they're on the practice range, when they're warming up, like at the Masters, there's pro V balls, there's this, there's this, and there's this, right? Mm-hmm. And like everything is set to a T to these guys, and that's what it takes. I mean, that's Bryson Bryson would never look down at a golf ball and be like, Well, that's a that's like he'd hit like four of them and be like, Well, this isn't my ball. Like this isn't there's no way. If he looked down at a titleist, he'd know right away. Ricky Fowler, thank God he had glasses. As long as there's no fucking puke on the golf ball, he'd be like, all right, that's my ball. It is kind of weird that he didn't notice, like, on the green or maybe even on the green of the next hole. Because, I mean, you're looking at your ball and then lining it up and everything. You would think maybe you'd look at it a little bit and see. Although, I I don't know how small this dot is. I have never looked at a Titleist ball that's a low-spin ball compared to a non-low-spin ball. Maybe it's really not that noticeable, but I would think... You're looking at your golf ball when you line it up all for your the time. Yeah. You should probably see it. But I, I mean, don't know. What do you guys do? When you guys tee up your like when you guys tee up, do you just put the ball down? Do you use a logo? Do you use a line? Use a line. Use a line. I, try to use you, the line. I just set the, it on the tee. Set it on the tee. For me, I just use the logo. So I like Titleist logo, uh Taylor made logo or yeah, then I made logo. I just kind of set it on the tee in the direction I kind of wanted to go, and yeah. just so I know I'm square, and then I'll just hit it. Yeah. But if I see a dot on it, I mean, you should be able to recognize that. You would think I, that. I, that's that's on the caddy. I feel like that's. I mean, yeah, he gets thrown the ball and he's cleaning it the whole time. And it seems like if he's cleaning the ball, he'd see a dot on it and try to clean that off and be like, "Oh, wait a second. Yeah, that's actually a dot on the ball. This isn't the right ball." Yeah. But good job on, on Pat Perez, though. Seeing him, what, in the top 10, it's good to see this guy. This guy's funny. Not I only is he in the top 10, he forced a guy to withdraw. So, I listen to him on, on a few other uh, broadcasts, and he's just so funny. He's down to earth. He yeah. plays with Tiger Woods. He, like, respects the guy so much. And he's like, I've been in, I had my PGA card for 20 years, and, you know, I got this sweet deal with uh, PXG, and he grinds, and, man. Yeah, and he just gets. I mean, he's only won like I don't want to say only. He's only won, I think, maybe two, maybe three times on tour. But to win on tour is life changing. Yeah. Um, and getting so many exemptions and stuff like that, and keeping your card. Um, and he got sponsored with uh with Jordan. Yep. So he has all. So. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, please. I was gonna see him. Yep. Every week. They're pretty cool. Like any shoe, any Jordan shoe, they'll make into a golf shoe for him. Yeah. Which so is pretty that, cool. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's cool how he, he asked. He's like, so these Jordans, could you put spikes at the bottom of these? Like, All right, next week. Yeah. Could I get Boom. these in a golf shoe? Yeah. How? Just ask. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay, can I get these for next week? Sure. You know how hot... I had so a guy in my level th- two uh, PGA um, 
going through like our books and everything. Um, Jordan was coming out with a new version. I think it was like the Jordan, I think fours or uh, let's just say Jordan fours. And um, he asked, he was like, all right, he, he goes to the website and you have to like, as soon as it drops, you have to like log in and try to buy them. And that's kind of like an auction, auction so really. It's probably like StockX or something. Right. It's, it's like a thing where you like put your name in and hopefully you get a draw kind of like the, uh, Master's um, tickets. yeah. And he ended up getting them. And so anytime like he's with, every time he gets a new shoe with Jordan, he always, like I have him on Snapchat. I, I know him. Um, he's one of my buddies from Houston and, and, uh, every time he gets a new shoe, he always sends me a picture of it. It's like, got him, got the new one. Or he always sends like a picture of like the screen, like put in my application. Hopefully I get him. And then it comes up. So it's crazy. Well, that is all I have for this week. Um, you guys have anything else by chance? Hmm. No. Nope. What about life? Hack, what's going on? What's going on with? Got new shoes. Got new shoes. No big deal. New shoes. New shoes. Yep. New hoodie last week. New shoes this week. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Just working. Work your day. Being on with a boy and girl. Yep. You ever thinking about having a third? No. No. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to be out. You don't want to be outnumbered. That was quick. No, I don't. Uh, Brittany, my wife had surgery Monday oh, yeah. for her deviated septum. So it's been a pretty rough week. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it hasn't. It hasn't. Uh, my in-laws took them a lot, so some couple evenings were pretty relaxing, actually. Yeah. But nice. She's, she's getting up, nice. getting up and around. She's getting better, healing. Yeah, I saw your your back patio. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Kind of have that tent, and you have that the patio furniture and everything out there. Table. Yeah. We. Uh, yeah. That tent is. Like uh, screwed right to the the deck. It ain't going, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't have to run out there in a storm and take it down or anything. But yeah, we got, we bought this out I think last year, and this thing is just fucking fart could make this thing fucking tip over. It was stupid. <laughs> we bought it, so we called we called um, and and said we wanted refunds. So we got a refund back, and we ended up getting like a tent and everything. So. We have like a little inflated pool um, on our back patio. I was, I don't know, probably three feet tall, maybe. When you say tent, you mean like a canopy? Yeah, like a okay. Yeah, like a golf out. Yeah, yeah. So um, Logan was up sleeping, and uh, we filled it up, and the sun was like directly over it, and warmed the water up, and got in and played with it, and so yeah. Yeah, those canopies are a must for little kids around. Did you do the dad thing with, with your, your table and you like tried to move it a little bit and went, that ain't going nowhere? <laughs> no, I didn't. Man, missed opportunity. Yeah, I guess. You really should what? Were you like, like if you're strapping something down in the truck or securing something to anything, you got to try to give it a little shake and then be like, yeah, that ain't going nowhere. Yeah, so we... That's the way you guarantee it doesn't go anywhere by saying that. 
My father-in-law probably did because yeah. he's the one that bolted it to the oh, deck. There, yeah, he probably said that. I was nowhere not then. home that day. Yeah, so we had like our pools up now, and we had that little we had the tent up, and uh, we're out there playing. And I've, we don't have our grass yet. It's what what's today? June twelfth. June twelfth, and we still don't have our sod for the front yard or seed for the back. It's been a real issue. Um, you have to mow. Real issue. I got yeah, like we don't that. have to mow, but we have so much weeds. And if it rains and we take the dogs out to, to piss, they bring all that mud. Ah, they going to go piss in the road. Yeah. Yeah, I walk all the way out the road. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. You crazy? So do any of your neighbors have grass or is the whole neighborhood just The whole neighborhood. Mud? And the whole neighborhood looks like there's like 40 houses. Yeah. Yeah, I've made 40 houses in here that all look abandoned because it's all weeds. Nice. Yeah. It's like, uh, was like the uh, Eli, like the book of Eli, like all the shit's overgrown. And it, <laughs> I swear to God, it's terrible. In a nuclear huh. holocaust. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so bad. And they're working like our second development. like So they're working really hard on that spot. But for us, like, oh, we already bought our home. We don't need to worry about your side yeah. until we put every house. Yeah, on, let's take right? a let's take a pause from building these other houses and let's get some sod done. Oh, we already got these people. We already got their yeah, money. We, yeah, no, right. They already got yeah. We've already signed them. They're good. So they'll wait until we say. So that's prime <laughs> pretty much where we're at. So we're sitting out there, and a guy, uh, a bachelor, um, like right behind us, he uh, he just bought a house. And it's like a ranch home, and he had all his buddies over while we were out playing in the in the in the pool, and he's like grilling out. And there's someone next to him, um, that the house like they're building the foundation for the next house, and he and he asks the guys like, hey, like you guys want a, you guys want a beer? He's like, no, I can't. You know, obviously can't drink on the job. So like, can I get you a water? And he's like, yeah, I'll take a water. And he's grilling out, and it's like, can I get you? Can I get you a? Uh, a burger or anything? Can I grill you up anything? So yeah, I'll take a burger. And like everyone pulls up to his house. And I don't know, this guy is probably, I want to say like 25, 24, 25. And it was just cool to see like the way he interacted with the guy that he had no idea who he was and was able to make a conversation asking him, you know, you want a drink? Do you do you need anything? And then they're over here like playing beer pong left and right. And this guy has a motorcycle and he's revving this fucking thing up. So he's uh, yeah. And 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 his street address, I'm pretty sure he picked it because of the the number. You know, like eighty nine, seventy nine, sixty nine. Mm-hmm. He picked sixty nine, and it went right down the whole path. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know who's going to get their sod first? The guy who's offering burgers and drinks to the guys that do it. It's true. Well, I don't he'll know. He'll be the only house with sod yeah. for a year. He'll he'll get his sod, and then they'll continue on the other houses. And he'll be we, the we've, come, we've come to the point where, like, do we just take the sod from the models? <laughs> it's like you're modeling a house. That's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to look like this. I mean, I bought this house seven months ago. Mm-hmm. It should look like this, or six months ago. But 
we'll we'll see. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's all I got. It's uh, ten thirty. All early, right, early ten forty. Ten thirty on Saturday. What are we all doing after this? Going to bed. Well, I mean, I got some stuff to do, so I'll probably have to work on this, <laughs> so I can have it ready for Monday. So that's probably what I'll be doing. All right. Yeah, I know. Super exciting. We're old. 31. Nearly 32 here, Kevin. Nearly. 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 Damn near. Yeah. And your boy's, and your boy's almost three. Yep. Dang. Gonna have a, we're going to have a Captain America birthday party. What? Captain really? America? Yeah, we're having a so close I, to the 4th fourth, fourth of July thing. Yeah. We're doing, well, I think we're doing construction site where we make like, the Oreos, and we take like the crushed up Oreos and put it on top, make like a little deal. dirt, a dirt bucket. That boy, that's what I'm talking about. Yep, <laughs> that boy. Well, that is episode uh, 43, I believe. Thank you guys for both coming in, and making this happen this week. Uh, we got some work good, ahead of us. Yeah, uh, good luck on uh, Monday. Thank you, for everyone yeah. that's involved. Thanks for for showing up and. Springer and Wyman and how what every, every you know everyone that's involved appreciate everything you've done and mm-hmm. it'd be a good tournament. Do I, we do I, we have league Monday? We do still. Yeah, we still have league. Okay, cool. Damn. So, so so you're telling me, Pryor, <laughs> that you're gonna be uh Kevin. It's gonna be have, a busy place. Have, yeah. Have your shoulders ready because you're gonna be carrying <laughs> I'm not carrying. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm not carrying play, the I'm play 18 holes of a scramble, and then I'm gonna have nine holes of league later, and I'm gonna have league on Wednesday. It's just gonna be a nice, you know, golf week. No nice. deal. Wish I was doing I want, it. I want to know your whoop number on Tuesday morning. My recovery. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> on Tuesday, let me know what that. We're whoop, good. Whoop score. We're good. Whoop score. I'm sure. I've had a worse whoop score from paddleboarding than I have from golf. So That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. You had a one in Kentucky. Um, I had a, I think seven was my lowest. I think Kyle had the one in Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, I had the one. Yeah, I think seven was my low in Kentucky. <laughs> but anyway, yes, that is the end of the episode. 43. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, again, hopefully we can make things work and have a highly anticipated guest for the next one. Yes. But until then, goodbye. Bye.